Hello and welcome to 9 to 5 Fitness, a podcast about how to incorporate a healthy lifestyle into a 9 to 5 work week. Presented by Sunny Health and Fitness, and this episode is brought to you by the P8150. your host resident fitness expert matt and i'm chris your everyday nine to fiver and i'm sydney your second resident fitness expert (laughs) (laughs) all right guys while i was sitting around here playing with my phone you guys were saying that we had a topic today yeah i'm I'm admitting it i'm slacking (laughs) uh yes i did come prepared i do have a topic you have a topic okay what is the topic what are we talking about (laughs) well i believe i mentioned in our prior episode that uh, was about veggies, and if you haven't listened to that one, it was one of my personal favorites. I don't know why. I just really liked, I just really liked it a lot. So there you go. One of my personal favorites. The veggies episode. Vegetables. Yeah. So good. Check it out. Or veggie tables depends on how you want to talk to your kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I think I threw out the topic at the end of the episode where. I believe we're going to discuss cravings today. Right, the opposite of the veggies. Pizza. Yeah, so, you know, go with... (laughs) Oh, I remember (laughs) now. That was a good ending. coming back. Go go with things that you may not crave. I mean, I'm sure there's vegetables that certain people crave. I can't think of any. Eggplant. Crave eggplant? Oh, I was the other day. Surprisingly, though, it's only because I had a log of goat cheese in my fridge, and I'm like, I need eggplant. (laughs) Wait, we talked about this before. (laughs) We did. You really like that combo. I love that combo. The eggplant sandwich then was the craving, not necessarily the raw purple vegetable. No, 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 no. no. Alone, it's kind of sad and disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like roasted vegetables, though. I kind of crave those sometimes. Craving roasted vegetables. They're a little buttery. Salty. Salty. Hey, that, that makes would sense. be an awesome question to ask. To see if anybody ha- actually has a legit food craving for vegetables, because I don't have one. But I guess it probably does exist. Okay, so if you have a Twitter, go to Twitter, go to Sunny Health Fitness, and let us know if you guys have a veggie craving or any kind of craving. To be at, to be honest, I, I kind of like seeing this stuff so the main the main question then regarding cravings is should we be worried about them right because people have them supposedly people crave things i don't want to make my on a regular basis so but do we need to like do we need to take it (laughs) is it an issue is it a serious thing we need to address or is it just like oh it comes and goes doesn't really hurt anybody i'll just chow down on a whole pizza every (laughs) month and (laughs) That'll be it. Like, I'll just get through it. We'll get get by it. And then I'll go back to normal. Like, should we be worried about that? I don't know, man. What I, do you I think? I feel like probably. <laughs> probably? But I only eat one don't whole pizza me. once a month. <laughs> don't it's judge me. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I know some people who do that, though. Legit do that. I mean, yeah. I can Every do Friday. it. Do I crave eating a whole pizza? Not really. But I do enjoy it a lot. Which is why I mentioned it at the end of last the last episode. Mm. So anyway, should we be worried about it? And you, you said, yes, we should be worried about our cravings. I don't think. I think 
we should pay attention to them. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. I would say pay attention to them because I actually like my cravings. They always tell me what I'm lacking, or at least that's how I feel about it. Just so I must be lacking pizza a lot. <laughs> Maybe pizza, or it could be the combination of the toppings you are looking at. Yeah, maybe. It might be the veggies. It might be the carb. Yeah, maybe. At least that's how I see it. It makes me get through my day faster. I'm like, I want tacos. No, I just want meat. Good point. Mm. I like that. All right, so what are cravings like specifically? Like how do we actually define it? So if you can look at a different bunch of different ways to describe it, but a craving, even though we may play around with the word, it actually has a little bit more of a intense definition. If you, you go by go by the dictionary definition, it will be described as an intense or a urgent or abnormal desire or longing for something, right? You're craving it. So there's a lot of intense. You just described every nerd's life. <laughs> like <laughs> legit, that is just intense obsession. So that's, it's just what we live for. So that's, <laughs> so that's just the basic definition of the word craving. So if we apply that to food, then we can associate all of those descriptive words along with the food items that we crave. So an increased eating motivation directed at a particular food item. Okay. So that would be described as a food craving. So what do people crave the most? Like what are foods we should probably be aware of that we crave? Cheese. Cheese would be a top one. Mm. Yeah, cheese is on cheese. cheese is on that list of most so good. foods craved. We could actually probably we'll probably put that list up for you. So if you are interested in what foods people are craving the most, there was a list of most craved foods and a list of most least craved foods. So you may be shocked that some of the things that are listed on the most craved food items, or maybe you're not, things like pizza, chocolate, <laughs> chips, cookies, ice cream, french fries, cheeseburgers, cake, cheese, bacon, muffins, steak, <laughs> a lot of good stuff. Breakfast cereal. <laughs> Breakfast cereal is on that list? That's an actual craving? Oh, yeah. Cereal. I mean, that was my kid craving for sure. Like, I just um, love no cereal. Kidding. Oh, I guess that makes sense. That's all my daughter wants to eat, but I never thought of it as a craving food. Oh, yeah. Mm. Cereal anytime, all the time. So not a surprise that some of those food items are listed on the most craved foods list. Let's look at the least craved foods list. Unusually, we got cucumbers. Sydney, I think I'm you... I'm sad about this. I, think... I like cucumbers. And I said this on the last veggie episode. But do you have an increased... <laughs> <laughs> do you have an increased urgent abnormal desire directed at eating cucumbers? Probably not, but I do love them. Like they're they're good. They're okay. good. All right. They're refreshing. I agree. Cucumbers are awesome. Chicken, chicken is on there. I freaking love chicken. <laughs> chicken breast, right there. Least I, craved. Yep. Least That's craved. on the least craved. Well, I mean, probably talking about just a plain old chicken breast, right? Just oh, okay. So a little bit not dry, like, kind of boring. No sauce. Yeah, yeah. Just chicken, straight uh, up chicken breast. No chicken straight. You know, cl- plain crackers, water, no flavor. Corn, no butter or salt, bananas. Salmon. I'm kind of sad about I love apples. Salmon. Like apples are good. What's wrong with an apple? Well, as you can see, most of the food items on this list are good for you, which is probably why they're not craved very much. <laughs> that makes sense. Although you, I, it, this does have a point because if you look between most craved list, which has steak on it, and least craved, which has salmon on it, holy cow, that is like a hard choice for me. <laughs> Steak or salmon? Steak or salmon? Where are we going? <laughs> well, both. Both. You both can is both. good. <laughs> so let's look at some of the reasons why those particular food items might be more likely to elicit a craving response for you. So there is a reason why. 
and they've been studied. So some of the reasons why these particular food items, pizza, chocolate, cookies, ice cream, french fries, cheeseburgers, fried chicken, steak, muffins. Matt, I hate you. Are you getting hungry? (laughs) You're making us hungry. Sorry. Let's control our cravings and uh, move move through. But don't worry, we're going to get to a topic that will probably help you guys out with this. Okay, please, please. So why are those foods more craving? Well, high fat content, high sugar content, specifically certain additives to foods like high fructose corn syrup, certain certain hyper palatable foods or food ingredients will kind of trigger that dopamine release, which is, again, part of the reason why we enjoy things so much is because those ingredients elicit a higher hormone response of dopamine so when that is released when we're eating we feel great and we're like wow i want more of that good feeling that this food gives me until your belly starts to cave in on itself (laughs) (laughs) so those processed foods the ingredients in those foods the chemicals in those foods that elicit that kind of response are what lead to those cravings any food that has a higher amount of those are going to lead to a higher craving compared to foods that don't have those additives, don't have those chemicals, don't have the high fat content or the added sugar like unprocessed foods, which will not elicit the same craving response like most of the foods on the least foods that are craves list. So what that means is if you continue to eat those foods that have a higher fat, higher sugar, more hyper palatable with those additives, your brain is going to want more of it, creating a vicious cycle of addictive like eating (laughs) behaviors. Well, I can tell you one thing, everything on this least list i can make it better Ooh. yeah <laughs> with either salt cheese or <laughs> right, 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 right. That, that would definitely make it more palatable and i mean it's a huge issue because food science is an actual real thing like people study how people's taste buds and flavor profiles react to certain foods and they want us to like it they want to trigger that dopamine response so we will crave it that's how companies get you to keep eating their food all the time so it's a it's a science like people actually pay attention to how food is created what flavors are combined to generate that type of response if it gets too far then it can go even further past a craving and may even possibly turn into a food addiction which is another thing we have to touch on because it is a legitimate thing it is different than a food craving so just because you crave certain things it doesn't mean you're addicted to it that's completely different it's not an exact science in terms of food addiction because it varies depending on the person depending on the food uh, depending on the situation there are there is reason to believe that that is a possibility that you can be addicted to some of these foods because of the response that the additives and certain ingredients within those foods do to your brain so it is something you have to consider it doesn't mean that you know Oh no, I eat a pizza, you know, once a week. I'm addicted to pizza. <laughs> it just means be careful. There's pizza in the fridge downstairs right now. <laughs> oh. Don't mm. tell me that. <laughs> mm, now I want pizza. <laughs> uh, this I podcast is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> this is we're we're helping we're helping you identify behaviors that you may need to focus more attention on. And Cindy, I think you had some examples oh. of Maybe some friends that might have had some issues with a particular type of food addiction. If you wanted to expand on that, you don't have to name names or anything. I do. Yeah. Okay. I have a few examples. My first example is I've seen this probably like five times, but the one example I'm going to give is my roommate 
who last year she was like majorly addicted to diet coke which i don't know if you guys have heard anything about diet coke but it's very addictive they like it's disgusting and i can't stop drinking it. yeah right like (laughs) i mean it actually i like the taste it's disgusting and i can't stop drinking it (laughs) right (laughs) yeah and she like she could not have a meal without her diet coke oh yeah dude yeah so we i took her through this whole thing where i was like okay you can't have diet coke for 30 days like we got to find alternatives that don't have as much sugar and stuff and see if we can get you off of this and by the end of the 30 days she was like i don't even i don't even want it anymore like she tried a little sip of it and she's like i don't like the taste anymore oh yeah i told you it's disgusting yeah right like her taste (laughs) changed that much over the 30 days so it's like that's kind of crazy speaking of which i may go get a diet coke later (laughs) (laughs) my other one and this episode is sponsored by coca-cola no 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 in fact whoever's listening to this right now that has food in their hand look at it and think twice yeah (laughs) (laughs) the other one that i have which is so much worse the Diet Coke one is, like, totally common. My boyfriend. So when he was growing up, his mom was telling me stories of how she used to find in his drawers in his room, um, like, soda bottles, candy wrappers, and, like, little, like, goldfish wrappers, like, inside his drawers in his room, like, tucked under his clothes. Like, he was eating it at night and then hiding it in there because he wasn't allowed to have it at home. <laughs> oh. Come to find out, he gets his own apartment. I'm over there. I, like, opened one of his drawers because I was looking for something, like a pair of socks or something. There's all of these, like, bottles and wrappers in his drawer. And I was like, who are you hiding this from? It became a habit. Right? It was just, like, a habit type of thing where, like, he feels like he has to hide his craving, sugary, weird things that he eats. That explains a lot. It has nothing to do with food, but it is an addiction. Right. I have a spouse that uh, he has an obsession with DVDs, and instead of putting them in the DVD cabinet, I end up finding them, like, stuffed under the bed, into boxes, and backpacks randomly floating around the house, and I'm like, where the heck did this come from? Michael, I'm talking about you, and I know you listen to this podcast, so calling you out, sir. Addiction's a thing. Addiction is real. Yeah. So I know we can all agree that there are people that have serious problems with addiction. Now, when it relates to food, it's very important. Don't just jump to a conclusion and say you're addicted to, you know, Oreo cookies or something. You know, take it seriously. Oh, on that same note, Michael, get off the cheese. If, if, you, if you are concerned about the amount of certain food items that you do eat, then yes, go go talk to your doctor and then have them, you know, do a, a complete assessment. And if you if they think it's a problem, then you can work on taking the necessary steps to kind of help you address it. But a lot of the times it's just altering behavior. Like you said, Sydney, with your friend who had to drink Diet Coke all the time. If you can just make that simple behavior change, oftentimes you can address it by just simply changing your flavor preference or your taste buds or what your body likes once you stop eating it it's possible that when you try to try it again in the future your body will reject it because it wasn't something that your body needed or enjoyed and we kind of talked about the flavor preference thing last week with the veggie one like where forcing yourself to eat more vegetables your flavor profile might change and you might like it it could be the same in this case if you start cutting things out your flavor profile can change it worked with me in water there you go. It did. It did. And I will say this, though. I have two beautiful kids who neither of them like the taste of soda. It's amazing. 
Yeah. Probably saves you a lot of money, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm still suffering from the uh, depletion of apple juice funds, but that's okay. I can live with that. There, I did find something very interesting that I wasn't really aware of before, but Yale University actually has a food addiction scale and kind of passed us around to some of the (laughs) members of our uh, team and just had them do it for fun. I wasn't trying to assess anybody if anybody had a food addiction. Um, I provided the links for that information. Again, you're not going to use this tool as a way to assess whether or not you're addicted to food. That's something you should talk to a medical professional about. But it was interesting just to read some of those questions and see kind of what you identify with. Do you have any sort of symptoms that may lead you into believing, okay, I should probably maybe consider my habits a little bit more closely? Um, but again, it's just a, it was just a tool. It's just a basic assessment. By no means is it, was it used to diagnose any kind of food addiction. It's but, more of a self-reflection. But it was, right? it was very interesting to look at. Not surprisingly, none of us had a food addiction, so... Good job, everyone. Regardless of how much we talk about food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. So if you want to check that out, take a look at some of the questions. It was, it was a useful tool to kind of help you think a little bit differently about your dietary habits. Because uh, addiction is real. And there's a lot of additives that are in foods, like sugar, that can have similar responses and cause similar addictive behaviors to other drugs. One other thing that's very important to point out is the difference between hunger and cravings. So just because, you know, you are hungry doesn't mean you necessarily have a craving. Cravings are usually for foods such as chocolate, sweet, fatty foods. They're often caused by sometimes negative feelings. They can lead you to eating things that make you feel good. Oftentimes these can increase in women, particularly around pregnancy and during menstrual cycles. They may be stronger when you're dieting, especially if you're giving up certain foods that are your favorites. And they can often occur even if you, after you've recently eaten. So if you just had a full meal and you're not hungry anymore, but all of a sudden you really want to run outside and get a piece of chocolate, that's a craving. And they generally pass with time. So if you don't dwell on them and you just kind of let them you know, go away, then they'll pass. Hunger is different. Hunger usually means that your body is telling you you need to eat, you need energy, and it usually happens within a time frame, a certain cycle. Everybody's hunger levels are different. It can be changed depending on your eating frequency and the amount of food that you eat, but that's a physiological response. So this, this will happen to everybody if you don't eat. You will have a hunger response. It usually results in physiological changes within your stomach. You'll get a rumbling stomach. You might get headache. You might feel weak. And it doesn't go away. You're going to feel hungry for a while. It's not like a craving where it's like, oh, I really want pizza. But then a few minutes later, you're over it. Hunger will last a little bit longer than that. And it's not just for a specific food, right? If you're hungry, you're hungry. It's not because I'm hungry for ice cream. Like that's just a craving. If you're hungry, you're, you're hungry for any food. Your body's telling you you need to eat. And usually you can satisfy your hunger through any type of fuel, fuel source or food source. For a craving, usually it's not satisfied unless you have that particular item. So it's very important to, to recognize whether or not you are hungry or you actually have a craving for a specific food item. Bottom, bottom line is food can be addicting. Everybody's different. So again, don't jump to any conclusions on whether or not you have a food addiction. It could just be a craving. Eat more unprocessed foods if you're kind of worried about the amount of cravings that you have or if you have any unhealthy habits you're trying to work on. Ask for help. 
ask for some accountability. If you're worried that you're eating a certain type of food and it's not making you feel good or you're not happy with the way that your body's responding to it, but you still have to keep eating it, it's totally fine to go ask a medical professional for help and just to have them assess you on whether or not you need to work on specific behavioral changes. There are some larger scale solutions that certain com countries and governments are trying to imply because food science has gotten to a point where they are trying to make you addicted to their food like they're putting certain ingredients that are addictive if you eat enough of them in it so there have been certain countries that have taken a stand against allowing certain kinds of hyper palatable foods to be available in in lower amounts so they've done things like taxed certain foods they've reduced the accessibility and then limited certain marketing strategies on certain foods that have been known to cause negative behaviors or negative effects in individuals just for that reason so it is a serious issue um, again still very important to recognize if you have a craving or if you're just hungry and if you are concerned about your cravings turning into behavior that you're not really happy with then yes it's it's totally appropriate for you to actually seek some help um, from a medical professional so that's basically it on cravings they're pretty again don't don't take it too seriously but if you are concerned about it it's totally okay uh, to look into it a little bit more to make sure that you know, there's nothing more serious going on as it relates to a food addiction. Yeah. And another little side note I wanted to add on cravings that we were having this conversation with Hannah is sometimes when you're craving different flavors or super weird things, like, for example, sometimes if you have a deficiency in iron, you'll crave dirt and ice and like all of these really weird things that normal people would not crave. There's these really weird cravings that go along with deficiencies in certain vitamins and minerals. So if you are having some really weird cravings, I would recommend like heading to your doctor and getting a blood test just to make sure that there isn't anything bigger going on. Um, yeah, that's a good that that, yeah, that's a issue. good point. If you have specific deficiencies in vitamins and minerals that can trigger certain cravings, your body's telling you it needs it. So yeah, that's a really good point. Always good to know those things. Yeah, yeah, excellent. All right, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. This episode is sponsored by the Sunny Health and Fitness Pink Belt Drive Premium Indoor Cycling Trainer Exercise Bike. Get in shape with this pink premium exercise bike that will brighten up your workout space and help you enjoy even the most tough workouts in style. We want to thank you for joining us at 9to5Fitness. Hope you enjoy the show and learn something useful to help you on your journey to a healthy lifestyle. If you want to learn more about this topic and other useful fitness tips, check out our show notes or visit our website at sunnyhealthfitness.com. Follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and always check out recent episodes or past episodes on our podcast. And make sure you come back next time when we talk about more unusual motivation strategies that actually will help you.